You're listening to a special series of G4D, Grounds for Discussion, the podcast about coffee and French. Welcome to another episode of Gotham Cast, a special series from G4D, aka Grounds for Discussion. How are you doing, Adam? I'm doing great, John. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. And hopefully for this episode, our special guest CJ won't have to settle for the bronze. How you doing, CJ? Uh, I'm good. Actually, I have to go now. I, I got to go get drive through. <laughs> <laughs> John, John, John offered to pack me a sandwich. <laughs> John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's starting already. It's starting already. Yeah, this, oh, man, the this, this is going to be fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. We are now on the third episode of the Batman Quadrilogy. Now we are on Batman Forever. Batman Forever. From 1995. Not directed by Tim Burton, but directed Whoa. by Joel Schumacher. Although Tim Burton is still producing. Mm, and no more Michael Keaton. No more Michael Keaton. Just got the, Jim Morrison. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, just Val Kilmer doing his best Michael Keaton impression. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is this is going to be good. I, I, I can tell because with the past two episodes of Batman and Batman Returns, we had a lot of love for those movies. Rightfully so, right? So now we get to get into the movies that are more controversial. Probably the next one more so than this one, but still, I think there's going to be a pretty heated discussion here, especially since we kind of already know your feelings. Spoiler alert, CJ. Yeah, spoiler alert if you follow me on Letterboxd. (laughs) 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 Or listen to the past two episodes, too, of course. (laughs) You played your hand early. I did play my hand early. You you you, fl- you flipped that coin and it landed up on the side with all the scratches on it. Uh, <laughs> our, our mutual uh, David James like the uh, like my review on Letterbox and like oh hell yeah it's starting <laughs> it, 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 it's starting we're 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 getting good into the <laughs> oh this is gonna be fun this is gonna be so much fun yeah so. Before we kind of start diving into questions here, let's kind of cover the basics here. CJ, I know you have the wealth of knowledge right at your fingertips. So what can you tell us about this movie from a pre-production standpoint? Pre-production's interesting. So this is still in that Tim Burton-verse. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 very much like... You you can tell there's a lot of DNA of like Tim Burton's like other movies there, especially, specifically because it's technically a sequel to uh to returns it's in that era where like what is it it's like james bond it's the same character over and over again nothing changes it's just different actors play them um Mm -hmm. which is interesting i i do have this quote from tim Burton. you guys ready one of the greatest quotes ever for for a movie i always hated those titles like batman forever that's something a tattoo that someone would get when they're on drugs or something or something some kid write in the yearbook (laughs) <laughs> so Batman Forever Hags So as we talked about last time uh, Returns was very controversial When it you know released Because it was meant to sell toys And obviously parents not, aren't going to take their kids To go see this incredibly psychosexual You know uh, <laughs> like Horny Batman movie Horny Batman movie that was trying to sell cars at McDonald's uh, John you talked about how you had the birthday Uh party with all the the merchandise which today would never ever ever have fly um, no like, no absolutely today. not um so then obviously they wanted to like you know kind of tone everything down a bit and so what is it here we like okay so burton um burton was asked to step down and then two other directors were considered it was sam raimi who mm-hmm. can you guys imagine if sam raimi directed like a batman film first I, I'm shocked a studio head would even give Sam Raimi that. That's my honestly. thing. Honestly, well, no. What did he do in the '90s? He did. Um, did when, when did Quick, the Quick and the Dead come out? Was that or, was that was that like before or after? Yeah, uh, that's uh, with Leo DiCaprio, yeah, right? The so, same year. Sorry, yeah. same year. The same exact year oh, this movie came out. Okay, was, was Quick and the Dead. So I guess let's see, February 10th, and then Batman was June 9th. June 9th. Um so I guess they kind of like they, they probably knew like Sam Raimi's like they wanted his style more than they wanted his like 
I guess more than they wanted Evil Dead because he did mm-hmm. he did Dark Man before, which was a superhero film, basically. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. he probably wanted that sort of style. Um, he wrote Hudsucker Proxy. I didn't know that. I knew he worked at the Cones. I didn't know he wrote Hudsucker Proxy. But that's interesting that he was considered for a superhero mm-hmm. movie before um, before Spider Man because he wasn't even the first director for that either, which is interesting. Um, hmm. And then who's the other? John McTiernan? Oh, okay. The guy who did... Didn't he do Die Hard? He did Die Hard of the Vengeance. Yeah, he did Die Hard 1. He did Die Hard oh. 1. Last Action Hero, which I haven't seen in a oh, while. Yeah. But, you know, that movie rules. Um, oh, he did the, the remake of the Thomas Crown Affair. Oh, okay. Um, and All he was right. also arrested for wiretap, which is like for, for lying to an FBI investigator. All right, that's cool. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fun. Um, Good job, bro. So then eventually it was schumacher was brought on um i'm trying to see like where else because like yeah he wanted to adapt frank miller stuff like year one and dark knight returns like he wanted to he called in on those things and yeah all right so obviously the passion is there and his heart's in the right right spot i think and i'm gonna kind of spoil my thoughts i think he kind of gets and likes batman more than tim burton does I, I, think I think so too. He respects the source material, mind you. It's not the source material that everyone else wanted adapted, but I think he respects it more than Tim Burton. I think so too, and I think he was very much more about branching out with with Batman in the sense that like everybody should be able to watch this movie, not just you know a certain age group. Knowing that kids would watch it. Like, I know everybody wants to point to like, well, it's all McDonald's fault because they couldn't sell those toys. And it's like, I, I also just think too, that like Joel Schumacher knew like what he was trying to do with this. Exactly. While, while still at the same time, and I'll get into this later on as we go along, trying to offer something a bit different than Batman and Batman Returns offered. So, yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I feel like uh, y- you are raring to go there, sir, especially I, since you just finished up watching yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just finished watching it an hour ago. Um, I, I will say, let, let's get back, because I kind of do want to talk about pre-production, if you guys don't mind, because... Yeah, sure, absolutely. go for it. Like, yeah, Schumacher had seen Val Kilmer, I mean, from, this is from Wikipedia, Schumacher had seen Val Kilmer in Tombstone, but was also interested in Keanu Reeves, Alec and William Baldwin. Dean Cain, Tom Hanks, Kurt Russell, Ray Fiennes, Daniel Day-Lewis, and Johnny Depp, all for Batman. Whoa, I'm Batman. Ooh, Ethan I'm Hawk, Batman. Ethan Hawke was also, had turned it down and regretted his decision, which is funny because Ethan Hawke has like, talked mad crap about superhero movies, and now he's doing Doctor Strange in, <laughs> in Maine. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, like, I remember his quote, like, everyone's like, Logan's such a good movie. No, 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 it's good for a superhero movie, guys, and now he's doing a superhero movie. Good for him, I guess. Um, well, you know, it's, it's like I always say, they got to afford that uh, house in uh, Clearwater, Florida. So, I, you I, know, I, I will those say indie though, films ain't paying it. <laughs> Alec Baldwin's Batman would have been great if he if like Michael Keaton didn't get it in, in, um, in the first one. I think yeah, he would have been a pro- I think s- he would have been a great Batman for that era. I think he should have been Batman if it was. I feel like he would be a bad Bruce Wayne. Yes. I don't get charismatic from Alec Baldwin. Hmm. Yeah, like kind I of picture uh, Jack Donaghy. Yeah, gonna, yeah, right. <laughs> Batman. Well, because yeah, because like Bruce Wayne's whole thing is he's supposed to be a playboy. He's supposed to be suave. He's supposed to be okay. This whole mm-hmm. thing. So I don't see Baldwin doing it. I also, don't see Kilmer doing it, which is gonna be a, it is gonna be a really fun <laughs> conversation. Um, he has just one face. It's so, it's so funny. <laughs> I, I, Batman Forever conf- all, just already confirmed that the least interesting part of any Batman movie is Batman. Like it just keeps going it keeps you know what i'm saying all the goodwill that like keaton brought up in the first one you know because he was like such a powerhouse at doing two playing two characters dies down with each subsequent batman movie and i'm just like oh, okay again i'm not watching these for batman <laughs> I'm not watching. yeah 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 no i we're we're gonna disagree here <laughs> And we'll, and we'll get into it soon. <laughs> and I don't, maybe that's too strong of a phrase there. We're not really going to get into it. I could, you know, you like what you like, man. <laughs> it's all good. But I, I, I do think we're going to have a very good discussion here because to start off with our very first question, and I think this is appropriate given everything that you're talking about right here. So recently, this film has kind of gone through a little bit of a uh, 
redemption arc Mm -hmm. when it comes to film Twitter and other film-related social media sites. There are a lot more people now that are really appreciating Batman Forever more so than Batman and Robin, especially because there's also the release the Schumacher cut uh, movement that was going on. What? What's the Schumacher cut? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh my god. Wasn't there like a bunch of footage that was cut that was sort of included? Like all the stuff with Bruce's parents and everything was supposed to be in a longer cut. Yes. Oh my god. I would. Okay, I can take that. I would. Yeah, it goes more into the psyche of of Batman. There's like a giant animatronic bat that they built out and everything. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there's there's pictures that you could see on the internet. Of I feel like I've heard it. of that before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I, there's I, about forty extra minutes. Forty extra minutes, supposedly. Hmm. That's cool. I would yeah. love to see that footage. Yeah. So basically it's kind of going through a little bit of a redemption arc now there are people who are now kind of saying like you know i enjoy batman forever or oh i actually really like batman forever whatever it may be it's kind of getting a bit more of a of a spotlight not only just because of the schumacher cut but just because you know we're now at this point where 90s films are what 30 years old they're going to start being reevaluated. and i know cynical people will say you know uh, anything after a certain point like after 20 plus years it starts to become cool again and it's just like hey I, I like i i'm not one of those kind of people that needs to bring down other people if they feel that way I, personally I will say though like anyone trying to like rehabilitate or redeem like the hobbit films needs to kind of calm down everything else is fine. oh those films are terrible hey, that's the thing I, i'm not i'm not i'm not no no more if if i see another one saying oh you know the hobbit's fine like stop huh we got to bring back the Denny's like meal though, but no, everything else no. <laughs> everything else. <laughs> um, but yeah, John, I get it. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I, I've kind of gotten to a point where I'm like, just just like what you like. I'm tired. Yeah. 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 I'm, I I agree with that statement. Especially completely. with the, I don't have the energy anymore. Got, Except Machine Gun Kelly, we can all agree we can on all that. He agree. sucks. He's terrible. He is a menace. Right. Ruining music. Anyway, but it's like I've gotten to the point where, like, especially with comic book films, because like everyone wants to fight about these movies and be on the right side. It's just like guys. It's a comic book film. Shut like, what up. do you expect? Shut yeah, up. just yeah. says he was right, and, and that's fine. <laughs> and that's fine. We can all move on. We can all. Oh boy. Move on. Oh man, you're just asking for uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, the, the trouble there, the, CJ. The canceling. The canceling. <laughs> <laughs> CJ canceled. Yeah, um, CJ canceled. Go, go, go ahead, John. I apologize for interrupting. <laughs> no, no, no. You're fine. I mean, that's pretty much the extent of it. I was just going to ask, starting with you here, CJ. Do you agree with the redemption arc that this film? is going through do you feel like it deserves it all these years later especially since you're now watching it for the first time since you said what 10 years ago Mm -hmm. so it's interesting because i didn't really believe in the hype up until i listened to a podcast um one of my favorite podcasts ever an adult swim podcast called the deep end which sadly is no longer like running it They, they they since like ended they did a special episode about the Superman Batman movie World's Finest, which is an awesome movie, by the way. You guys, I don't, I'm sure you guys know about it, and Batman Forever, where they kind of reevaluated it. Um, and I listened to that podcast. And I'm like, okay, I can kind of see it, but I'm not really that sweet on the movie either. I haven't seen it in a while. Now watching it, I'm all in. I am all in. It's so funny that you say that it's getting a redemption arc because a lot of people still are kind of sour on it. Because there's a lot of people who are still like, eh, okay, it's fine, guys, but we got to calm down. Or it's nowhere near, like, nowhere near as, like, good or, or funny or interesting as, like, the 60s series. Um, or, it, you know, Keaton's, Keaton's, like, the first two Burton films are still, like, the standard set. And, and everything like that. But I, after seeing it now, you guys saw what I posted in the Discord chat. I'm all in. Firm believer. This is one of the greatest comic book movies ever made, and it deserves. Ooh. It really does deserve like this a reappraisal because it, it 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 it's an entertaining movie first and foremost, and it also understands its characters significantly better than most other comic book movies. Ever. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Especially now in this era of like the MCU, where a lot of the characters kind of feel samey they don't really they kind of like move away from their roots in the comics or they, they kind of like have this like backwards understanding this is like i think one of the last great depictions of a superhero even villains too cj I, i'll piggyback off that I, the 100%. villains are just like 
they're just over the top dumb one-liner villains like and there's some really good lines that they uh they throw out there but <laughs> and again this is and i think the reason why the reappraisal is also you guys can't ignore like the sort of reappraisal of the 60 series because there's a period where everyone hated that um mm-hmm. i'm sure john you probably know best you're probably growing up and everyone <laughs> was like cursing adam west out they you know oh of course yeah everyone yeah, Adam was West. the crazy guy crazy mayor on family guy yes <laughs> yeah. like everyone in you know that same podcast would talk about how like when Keaton was out everyone hated Adam West when Nolan's Batman came out everyone turned on Michael Keaton and so on and so forth no one cares about like Kilmer and Clooney and I guess no one cares about Ben Affleck he's like in a weird middle spot too but it's like we always kind of go back I think now we're all at a point where there are different Batman, you know, there are different Batman and like they all kind of serve a different purpose. Um, but I still don't think this movie's going to get it to do anytime soon, no matter how many times it gets like reappraised or, or rehabilitated or all that. I, I agree. And I think a big part of it is because there are a lot of Batman fans that are very defensive of Batman mm-hmm. and they very much are just like, Nope, m- this one rendition of Batman is my preferred rendition of Batman and then that's it. Any other kind of rendition outside of that, I don't like, I can't accept it, I can't buy into it. And you're right, like this was very heavily influenced by the 60s uh, show, not only just right down to the villains, but also the camera work with the tilted angles. There's even a holy reference later on with Robin. (laughs) It's, It's very much this is Batman, whether people want to say it is or it isn't, because there are just some people, to your point, CJ, they don't want to accept it. They just it, don't whatsoever. It's just not their Batman, and I think that's the problem. They can't, they can't. Here's my thing I get it if you prefer a certain, uh, yeah, incarnation or rendition, but it's just like, how many times are you guys going to want to see like a more grounded Batman? At this point, a grounded Batman is just a guy like in a mass is beating up like mentally ill people. Like, how much more grounded can you get than like. Dark Knight. You get what I'm saying? This new one, it, it, it's sort of the same. It's following that same path of like quote unquote grounded. Like, what does that mean? Like, why is it mm-hmm. you guys can't accept that there's something different out there and you guys can like you know and just enjoy it or at least respect it enough to let other people enjoy it? You, you guys get what I'm saying, right? Agreed. Honestly, you know, kind of what you're saying. I feel like it's, it's almost safer to make like the real Batman yes. kind of thing versus the you know Joel Schumacher, or, you know yeah. Tim Burton kind of movies too. Because now it's all about money and not creativity. Exactly. So. Yes. Like uh, I love uh, Zack Snyder's like Justice League. I really do. I think I'm, I'm like a staunch defender of that movie. I, you've seen my Twitter. Uh, genuinely, it's it's, it's it, but <laughs> even then, I don't think Zack Snyder cares about Batman as much as Joel Schumacher does. Yeah. I, I think, to your point, it, it in some ways, it's one of the best renditions that we got of Batman because there's several scenes, and Adam and I were saying this both as we were watching it, where it's like, that's really Batman. Yes. There's a sequence where, you know, it's, it's Robin's, you know, about to have his whole family killed, and Two-Face is holding everybody hostage in the circus, and... You know, he basically just says, like, you know, odds are one of you rich, famous people is Batman. And once all the shouting starts, you know, Val Kilmer gets up and is like, I'm Batman. He's shouting at the top of his lungs. Like, that is Batman. Yes. Right there. Someone who is, like, putting himself himself above everyone else. Someone who is, like, you know, it's 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 if he could save everyone in there, it's worth it. You know yes. It's not worth keeping exactly. your identity a secret at that point. If it's like, no, this guy's going to murder everyone. Um, yeah, that is Batman. That's a very Batman thing, regardless of what incarnation. That's like that's something any version of Batman would do, except for you know Christian exactly Hans, mm-hmm. who let Harvey Dent take the fall in Dark Knight. <laughs> <laughs> when some you lose some, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 very much. Those are the kind of things that are very underappreciated. And the other thing that I really like that Joel Schumacher does because this is essentially a film about trauma quite a bit. And with his rendition of Bruce Wayne, Joel Schumacher was really about, not only in this film, but the one that follows, about moving Batman beyond his trauma, about having him grow as a character. We really didn't get much growth from Bruce Wayne in the Tim Burton movies. And obviously, you know, that's that's not necessarily a slight against those movies. 
those movies had other focuses like we've talked about already this time around he does give a lot more attention to bruce wayne and is able to go more into his psyche and i think it's an interesting development to have the film explore all the guilt he still has and the driving force behind what he does like there's a you know there's a statement later on about him talking about like you know oh you know i thought i couldn't be both bruce wayne and batman but you know i i choose to be batman before i thought i had to be batman i was like no i i choose to do this and i think that's a very interesting way to approach the character that really i don't think i can't even recall a comic book that does something like that to be quite honest with you i think i think that's really cool that in a movie like this regardless of you know your opinion of it or not dear listener it's one of those kind of things where it's like that's that's gutsy to do in a superhero movie is to basically say like the main motivation behind why your character does what he does he's trying to move beyond that and he's accepting a partner into his life Remember, mm-hmm. like he, he he quits basically. He's like, no, I want to live with you know Nicole Kidman. I want to stay with Nicole Kidman. So obviously, you know, I'm gonna stop being Batman, even though it's like a bad time because you know Two Face and, and Riddler are going around destroying Gotham. But it is interesting that very few movies touch on that. Again, like yeah. this, like this fully. This is a, a much better Bruce Wayne movie than the than the last two. I think. Agreed. I think Agreed. Bruce Wayne here is more fully developed. Like, like you said, moving past trauma. Um, those scenes where he's just kind of looking back at his life and sees himself in in Chris O'Donnell, you know, it, it's it's just such an interesting, uh, you know, Chris O'Donnell, like a young twenty nine year old boy. Um, it's it's. Uh, yeah, I think twenty. I think he was twenty five. He was like, like, born nineteen seventy. You know but, what? Yeah. Everyone complains about like Tobey Maguire looking old or the guy from Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, looking old. Like we all let Chris O'Donnell happen. Like nothing. Like come on. Honestly, if he didn't have the uh, the earring, I think I would have been fine with it. Me but too. the earring like made him like look thirty. It made him look thirty. And the, made him look kind of douchey too. Like, I'm like, okay, but yeah. buddy, come on. I mean, but it's the 90s, man. Like, that's why this movie is so great, too. It's just so wild. And, like, it's the epitome of a 90s movie and, and the time. It's so chaotic. Very, and just... very Hollywood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is definitely very 90s, 100%. And I know that's part of the reason why people love the Venom movies. I haven't seen them, but that's what I've heard. It's like, oh, it's like the 90s movies. Like, hmm. the 90s superhero movies. I could see that. So I think that's part of the reason why people like them. I mean, that's just what I hear. I haven't seen them, so I can't comment on them myself. I feel like there are some generally good moments in the Venom movies, but overall, it's just, no. (laughs) I I will say it's why... Venom, I did enjoy Venom too, though. There were some really, like, funny moments, like when they're fighting stuff and Venom tries to make him breakfast. Like, that's hilarious. That was hilarious. But was it manic, like, like Batman Forever? Um, I mean, it wasn't as colorful, like... God, talk about colors, man. All the purples and the oh, greens yes. and just... Oh, I hate... We, I don't know. We watched The Eternals the other weekend and just like... It's like, who cares? You know? Like, everyone looks so drab. All their suits look like they're Iron Man. Like, it's just enough. Like, I miss colors. Like, this is like a really colorful, beautiful movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I mean, Joel Schumacher is no slouch when it comes to directing. He's, he's He has a negative stigmatism that people have really generated behind his directing, but he's he's he knows what he's doing. He's not incapable. I think that comes from people just not knowing, like, how deeply he cares for these characters. It's the same people who probably think, and again, this is mostly stuff from the podcast I was listening to, but it's like they talk about how, like, people probably thought the, the 60s Batman series was an accident. When in reality, it's like no, it's it's a sitcom. It's supposed to be funny. It's supposed to be satire. It's supposed to be oh yeah, bright, mm-hmm. colorful. It's it's supposed to be a what is it? It's supposed to be a show for like teens of that era. It's supposed to be eye catching and like that. This is the same thing. It's supposed. It's two things. Mm. It's supposed to sell McDonald's toys um, mm-hmm. and, and glasses, as I'm sure you guys remember. And <laughs> I have one. I have the Riddler one. Hell yeah. yes. Um, and yeah. also, it's supposed to just throwback to the golden age Batman who was it the the artist it was uh Dick Sprang he was yes. like a golden mm-hmm. age uh, a golden age uh, artist he designed the Batmobile redesigned the Batmobile and he designed the Riddler oh he did I didn't know that mm-hmm. huh. so again wow. it's very intentional like this is very much a throwback and I love it for that again yeah it's two-sided huh <laughs> like, I almost could say it was a two-faced <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just remembering like the <laughs> <laughs> Every time Tommy Lee Jones is on screen, that dude, like, I love it yeah. so much. I love they it. gave him literally no character direction. They were just like, just yell and be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Oh, Honestly, it, like, it, I'm really happy. I was thinking more about it because, you know, in the first two movies, um, it was a Billy D. Williams was Harvey Dent, mm-hmm. so you assume he would take over. But honestly, Billy D. Williams seems like he wouldn't care enough. To, to give the character justice, you know what I mean? Like, he'd play it really boring and he's, just very straight, but, like, Tommy Lee Jones just goes for it. Yeah, he was the straight <laughs> man in, in those... He was the only straight man in those movies. Like, he was the only one who wasn't, like, insane in the first two Batman movies. You know what I'm saying? Everyone else was, like, yeah. a weirdo, you know, tormented by... Some, even Gordon wasn't, like, was, like, bumbling sometimes. So, you know what I'm saying? Tommy yeah. was very, like, no... You know, I'm, so cool. I'm, I'm a normal, of course, because he's Billy Dee Williams. Um, of course. Here, Smoking a cigar. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Here, this Always. is, what is it, Family Guy? Hey, Peter, welcome to the cool side of the... <laughs> <laughs> um, Billy <laughs> D. Williams. <But> this, <laughs> That's right. Again, this is like uh, Tommy Lee Jones just goes all out. Again, very few comic book movies let their actors do that. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. there's very few like what is it me or me or us? <laughs> like, <you know>? yeah. <laughs> very punctual. Here he comes for his own funeral. Boys, get the bat. <laughs> oh my gosh! And that's the thing. It's you're you're absolutely right. There's just so many aspects of this that. Yeah, they're they're a big difference from Tim Burton, but it's not out of line with who Batman is. And you bring up Dick Spring and you know Batman in the 50s like there's some stories in the during that time period where Batman does some really crazy things. I know you mentioned all the different color outfits. There was Batwoman that came around at one point. They also did like a whole thing where like um, they had they also had Bat-Hound, but they did another thing where like criminals were putting on plays where they pretended to beat Batman and Robin every night. The Batman and Robin go in undercover pretending to be the actors. And nerd babies have no problems with this storyline, but they have problems with this. Okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 right? Exactly. No, because exactly. Like, Batman fans like denounce this stuff. Of course, like you have to think, oh, it's just campy and like dumb and you know, it's 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 Do it's, Marvel it's, fans complain like that? <laughs> that, that's the thing. Batman fans are very defensive. No, no, Marvel, yeah. Marvel fans just complain because, you know, Spider-Man doesn't get a Best Picture nomination. That's different, Adam. Come on. <laughs> Come on keep, keep up. Keep up. Right? Keep, don't, 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 don't waste Kevin Smith's time, Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> um. Aren't they making a Clark's 3? Oh, my gosh. Really? It should be. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. I don't think you should stop crying about Spider-Man. Go finish your movie. <laughs> Go yeah, finish right? <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Uh, but yes, Kevin Smith. I, I, again, it's I like the call. I like that it is just a big callback to an era that I guess everyone else didn't didn't want at the time. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right, and it doesn't help too that we're encroaching on the internet age, um, and this will become a, more of a topic on the next movie with Batman and Robin, which comes out two years later, but. You know, the internet probably wouldn't have played as big of a role in in you know people complaining and you know all the fanboys making a big deal about this movie and what they didn't get or what they think Batman is or isn't. But you're right. This is this movie excels at a level that you really can't do right now at this point. Maybe it'll get back to that again because sometimes you know these trends go in cycles and maybe because of films like Venom we'll kind of get those crazier 90s-ish movies but I just think that's that's the best thing about this movie and you hit it right on the head CJ. It's entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's genuinely entertaining. There's never like a dull moment. It's two hours long but you never feel it lag it's always got something going on it's another horny batman movie no no not just another it is the horniest one 100 percent. you know what whatever yeah. we talked about last week forget this movie ramps it up to like 200 oh my goodness Nicole Damn, Kidman, it's not all the words this time either. No, Nicole Kidman calling, like using the bat signal just to like you know call the come on call Batman just <laughs> just to flirt with him. Oh my yeah. god! 
Oh. <laughs> oh, man, she's shooting her stuff, huh? Oh, for real, yeah, like, yeah. she's laying it on man. thick. She's like, no. Oh. oh yeah. <laughs> she even wore black too, right? <laughs> yeah. It? It's like, no, she did. It's, what is it? It's funny, you know. We all like bad boys, like leather motorcycles, and, it, it, and then she's like, she like feels his chest. Rub, now it's all rubber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, bro, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I know I know I quoted it last time but I love the line where she's like I'll bring the wine you bring your scarred psyche and just like reveals what she's wearing oh my direct God. I wonder, aren't you no the best <laughs> actually the smoothest line the greatest line delivery from Val Kilmer in this movie is I want to get you out of those clothes she pauses what and into a black dress <laughs> have you ever been to this one <laughs> 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 there are moments in this movie where I'm like, hey, what? Like that, just yelling at my TV because it's, I can't believe they said that and nothing will ever come close to me. Like how horny It's the 90s. It's, no, it's amazing. Like, it's amazing. Again, like I said last time, I think superhero movies are just afraid to, like, compete with these, with, with like, um, Returns and Forever as far as, like, pure horniness goes in a big, like, in a big superhero mm-hmm. movie. Nothing will ever compete. Ever. No. Nothing. I mean, nothing. it makes sense. Everyone's wearing these tight outfits all the time. Hey. Yeah, very, yeah. very yeah. statuesque. Mm-hmm. Um, I kinda, yeah. And I dig that, too. Everyone complained about that, too. But it's like, no, they're they're gods. They, of course, they would have, like, Greek statue-like. Um, yeah. Uh, Physique. Yeah, exactly. And they would have the costumes like that, because that's the point. Like, they're superheroes. They're the modern gods. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? The yeah. modern myths. The... The, the they're they're like protectors and things like that, which I, I again I kind of respect. I, I don't know if it's intentionally like homoerotic. I don't think that was and I and from what I'm reading here on the Wikipedia page, Schumacher was like he didn't have that intention originally. But I kind of do like that this movie is undergoing all these evaluations now through this lens, especially after he died. Because um, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. All these conversations are like happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I agree. I know that there are a lot of people who still complain about the nipples on Batman's costume, which again, you know, was intentional in the sense that it was modeled after like Greek statues and Greek armor plating and things like that. There's a lot of statues. Like Gotham is very grand in here, and Elliot Goldenthal's score is like. I, I didn't think it was possible to get like this bombastic with the score, but right out the gate in the opening titles song, there's a bit towards the end where I just swear like the cheeks of like those horn players must have like burst from how hard they're blowing into those horns because the horns are like like just like hitting like this note that's just so intense and they're holding it out and it's just it 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 really pumps me up honestly like it just feels like very grand and you know it's the same thing that they use at the end when uh, batman and robin are running towards the screen oh, that last shot of the movie oh. chef's kiss oh so good oh my it's just I, so iconic yes agreed agreed it's just it's just such a great way to end it it's very yeah when when john and i finished it we were just like oh my god it's so cool it's so cool (laughs) hollering just like yelling at my screen yes this is batman this is this is 100 percent batman like pure batman distilled into like this wonderful like package (laughs) i know i know it's just it's just like even talking about it right now i'm just like thinking about all the different moments and it's there's just so many great lines too where like Jim Carrey is Riddler we definitely have to talk about him because he comes in and this is prime Jim Carrey at this point so like this is 90s Jim Carrey we're talking about Dumb and Dumber Ace Ventura The Mask all these movies around this time period on top of the world huge yeah oh yeah he's huge and you know, I know there's some people who aren't a fan of his humor. Fine. But I, I love him in this movie. Absolutely do. Because he's genuinely creepy in the beginning uh, when he kills uh, the character Stickley, I think his name is. Get back uh, to work, Edward. Caffeine will kill ya. I like how Bruce Wayne was like, hey, yeah, so I kind of like your idea. You know, let's talk about it later. Batman didn't want to make my idea. Ah! 
Yeah, no. that's pretty much how it is. <laughs> yep. It's so funny. Oh my god, because he's playing like every guy on Twitter obsessed with uh, Elon Musk. Like that's basically <laughs> his whole thing. He predicted that. <laughs> I, I, there's just so many great quotes. I love when he gets to Two Faces' um, hideout, and he's like, "I just love what you've done with the place. Heavy metal beats house and garden." It's so you, and yet so you. <laughs> Chase, uh, yes, I bet you're a worthy pursuit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and what a grand pursuit what a grand you must pursuit, be. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> It's just there's so many funny parts like that just because he's naturally funny Mm -hmm. and I I, I can understand why somebody who wouldn't be a fan but I I grew up with that I grew up with Jim Carrey and I don't know I just I still love it it's a it's a different interpretation but it's true to who the character is like there's no I feel like with the mark with the DC fan babies you know it's just like there's certain things that they have to follow, you know, the f- like kind of like those qualities of Batman, but like it's different interpretations too. Like mm-hmm. the Riddler's still this super smart, creepy dude. He's just kind of funny now. Yeah. You know, Riddler's, it makes sense for his character. Riddler's whole thing is like he can't fight Batman because, you know, Batman will like beat the ever loving crap out of him. Um, he can only kind of outsmart him, right? His whole thing mm-hmm. is he mm-hmm. wants to be smarter than Batman. So this yeah. one is kind of right. It's, it's on the money there. He wants to outsmart Batman. He has this incredible plan to just prove how much of a genius he is. Like, his whole thing is what? Like, reading people's minds, going into people's minds, and like, draining them and absorbing that knowledge. Like, he... That's very true to the character. And he, and he's essentially playing it like Frank Gorshin played it in the uh, 60s uh, series. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. I think just more over the top. I don't like the comparisons to Joker. Everyone says, oh, they're just playing both characters like the Joker. I'm like, no, no, no. They're, they're playing it in a... Di- they're playing it closer to the 60s series. You know what I'm saying? They're playing yes. it... Just because they're over the top doesn't necessarily mean they're playing it like Joker. I don't think there's a Joker performance that comes close to, like, how, how like, over the top and, like, fun there. Even Jack Nicholson, he's still very reserved because he's playing the Jack Nicholson type. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. If anything, Two-Face acted more like Joker than yeah. Riddler did. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> the, the courtroom scene is still one of the greatest like sequences in any superhero movie ever where he holds up the manila folder so perfectly lined up so the acid only gets one half of his face <laughs> like batman's in the courtrooms again that's very much like the 60s show like batman would be in the courtroom like you know yeah saying? like he would mm-hmm. be there um mm-hmm. like i like that batman's a celebrity and i know they leaned yeah. more on that in the in batman and robin but here again it's very much like like in in the 60s show everyone knows who batman and robin are like, they're just public figures mm-hmm. at this point, which is kind of interesting. I kind of like that idea, too, where it's just like, oh, yeah, everyone knows who they are because you know, Gotham is, like, this big. <laughs> of course, yeah. you're going to see them. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. And I, and I think, too, <laughs> I also really, really like... I oh, I wish I got her name. If if you have it there in in front of you, CJ, I would like to say who the actress's name is. But the the gossip columnist that they have in this oh. movie and also Batman and Forever. Yeah, yeah hold up. She's hold like, up. who is this beautiful young woman you're with, Bruce? Uh, Chase Meridian. What does she do? She's a doctor. A doctor? What kind of doctor? Who? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking her up. Hold up. Oh, she's great. She she's really there, there's great little bit characters like that. I like too that in the beginning he's working with Commissioner Gordon just like he would in the Batman sixties show before he goes to fight a villain. That's how those shows always start out. Every single time Batman gets a call, he comes in and he talks to Commissioner Gordon. And I like that exchange in the beginning because we really don't get that either in Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah, they re- they really don't do a lot with Jim Gordon in the, these movies. No, they they don't. And I think the newer movies do a better job of that. Yeah, he, and, he's kind of bumbling. Like an old yes. cartoony, yeah. like, share. You know what I'm saying? Like an old, oh, yeah, he's like the funny guy who just comes in and turns on the bad signal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Like how he comes yeah, in it's, his pajamas to go see what why Chase Meridian turned on the light. Like, <laughs> like comes in a room yeah, and his pajamas like coming in like, oh, what happened here, Batman? <laughs> Something going on. False alarm. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's it's interesting. The other topic that I had, I feel like we've we've already covered right now at this point, so I don't don't need to ask it. And it was just basically asking what this movie does better than Batman and Batman Returns. But you know, I, I think 
honestly watching it again this time with with you adam i still have a greater appreciation than i realized because growing up as a kid of course i loved this i loved anything batman mm -hmm. and i would have been uh, nine or turning nine when this one came out and for me it was like it's batman of course i love it i love anything with batman i, I didn't care you know i was all about the batmobile and the new batwing and the bat boat and you know the the wings come off the bat wing and it makes bat sub like all these things are just so outlandish and so great to enjoy when you're a kid and now it's like yeah i think a big part of why i enjoy this so much more is because there aren't many superhero movies now that are this fun they play it too safe this movie is anything but safe <laughs> oh, it's not safe whatsoever. Oh, like yeah. it is. It balances Ooh. the styles very well. Like in all the themes, you know, mm -hmm. like you go from serious to the funny and more psychological and things. So yeah, it's a. It's. I think it's a good portrayal of Batman. I think so too, and I really, really like the flashbacks quite a lot. I thought those were well directed, well staged, good use of you know like using like different camera work to try and just make you feel disordered distorted during those uh dreams very you know a lot of rain good use of like backlighting too as well so yeah i mean i, I honestly i'm very very happy that we have a lot of good things to say about this and I, I gotta be honest i was a bit nervous cj that you wouldn't so i'm this makes me very very happy to hear this <laughs> well i i think i was primed to like because i like the 60s batman a lot I still don't think this is as funny as that show and that movie, or even as funny as, like, Lego Batman. Um, no, I would I, agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Some of the humor here kind of falls flat, because it's very of the era. Um, I don't like Chris O'Donnell's performance. I, I'm still kind of mixed on Val Kilmer. I the thing With Val Kilmer, he, he's playing it too close to Keaton. He's, like, he's trying to do his best Keaton impression, right? Um, because... Kilmer isn't a movie star. He's not a leading man. He is he's two things. He's either a character actor or he was and he was also a teen heartthrob in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? He did like a lot of like um like a lot of teen movies back then. So I I think he was just he 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 wasn't a right fit for it. I I don't think I I like some of the things he does. I like his performance when he's Bruce Wayne, but I don't buy him as like the action action hero if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I I could understand that. I I think I probably like him more than you do. Mm -hmm. I don't. I, I can't sit here and say he's my favorite. I think he still works within the context of what's here. I think, you know, it's 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 difficult because I think with, with Val Kilmer, he was kind of known for being difficult on set. So I don't know how much of that affected his performance. Mm. And I know he didn't like having such a heavy costume to wear too, because <laughs> the, the Batman suits are very, very heavy there. And I think, and you know, maybe you can tell me if I'm correct on this from what you're looking at CJ, I think he and Joel Schumacher didn't quite get along. But again, I mean, you know, I think, I, I haven't seen the new documentary, but the new documentary named just Val, it kind of goes into like, him you know kind of always being difficult to work with um so it's it i'm sure maybe some of that has rubbed off on what ended up being the final product i i still think he does the inner turmoil scenes like the the flashback scenes very very well like i feel like he does a good job of conveying someone who's dealt with a lot of pain a lot of nightmares and you know like i said earlier just a lot of trauma and I think that's probably where he really comes through because yeah, his Batman is definitely even more stoic than I think Keaton's. If that makes yeah, sense, he practically he floats down when he's coming down. Kind of, <laughs> but like, I think stoic to the point where he's he's kind of wooden at that point. And I get Batman isn't supposed to be personality driven, but he comes off as literally just like Keaton's stunt double. Yeah, mm. I can see that. I, I also think too, you know, we we do get the customary like here's here's something for the extreme crowd. Here's Robin whipping around socks and towels when he's doing laundry with a really cool oh, guitar. That was so nineties. Yeah. That was so nineties. <laughs> oh, yeah. All in you was like a, a guitar lick or something there. Uh, how about the, <laughs> the offspring playing when he's like driving the joyriding in the yes. Batmobile? 
Um, what is it? Hey, I am Batman. I just didn't bring my costume. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot my costume. Left it at home. I love yeah. that. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. Oh, oh, I love it, it. It is. Um, it is. You guys want to hear who was going to play Riddler? Who? Okay, so John Malkovich was considered. Oh, <laughs> I am the Riddler, Batman. <laughs> Brad Dourif. <laughs> Uh, Kelsey Grammer, Mickey Dolenz, Matthew oh. Broderick. Oh, Batman. Oh, please come to my apartment. Sherry. I'll lure you in with Sherry. <laughs> um, Matthew Broderick, Phil Hartman, Steve Martin, Adam Sandler, Rob Schneider. <laughs> Adam Sandler. Oh, hey, Batman. Oh. oh. <laughs> get to get you. To I, would, I would pay a ridiculous amount of money to go see Adam Sandler in any superhero movie. <laughs> Any comic book <laughs> I would absolutely that would that would be the greatest movie of all time for me. Um, and then Robin Williams was also dis- was also going to be, um, oh. but he was originally going to be Joker, but they used him to like you know oh. like a, a pawn to like negotiate mm. to like to make sure Nicholson came on. Um, ah. Okay. Wow. Could you imagine? Wow. Robin hey, there's Williams. Batman. He's up in the sky, and now he's down here. And Joe, oh, look! And then here comes Chase Meridian. Oh, oh, wow, wow, wow! This is great. This is great. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm, the, I'm the Riddler. Look, I got a bunch of question marks on me. Oh, look at his hands. Oh, wow! This is crazy. This is crazy. Batman. Oh, hey. <laughs> ten out of ten. That's a good one. That's a really good one. That was a really good one. And then for Two Face, originally, what is it? Al Pacino. Clint Eastwood, Martin Sheen, Willem Dafoe, Nicolas Cage, and, and Robert De Niro. Oh. Oh. oh my god. Clint Eastwood. Oh, that would have been. If, if it was not like a funny Two Face, he actually would make a really good Two Face. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Would have been great um, in like Keaton's Batman as a Two yeah. Face. Yeah. Um, yeah. Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. Hoo ha. Uh, Two Face. Oh, <laughs> Batman. Oh, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> I got some riddles for you. Oh, oh yeah, I do. <laughs> we got oh, Batman over here. We got Robin over there. And the whole world is out of order. Um, I, but I, I, like I said, I like Jim Carrey. I like Tommy Lee Jones. I think they both do really well here. I think it's very... They, and I like that they both get equal screen time. I like that they both team up from like the, the get-go. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. like that. I, I like that they both they both have the same wants, but they both have different ways of going it because, you know, Riddler's very cold and calculated. Two-Face is just like, you know, screw it. Let's just leave it to random chance. I'm just going to go do, 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 like the action man. And I really like that. I, I really like that, that, that dynamic because it's very much like the 60s show where they would get two villains together. Yeah, and they yeah. team up. Uh, I'm just thinking about the moment the moment that I love that I pointed out to you while we were watching it Adam I love the moment where they just robbed a bank or something and they've got all these diamonds and jewels on them <laughs> and they're just there driving the car oh, yeah. <laughs> it's very 60s that is like a very like yeah. what is it ooh look at this jewel what is it and then like two face pulls out the big no but look at this one <laughs> yeah yeah Ooh, Two Face, teach me how to punch a guy. It's so funny. It's oh, so that funny. was hilarious. I, I love. I, yeah, I genuinely. If it's not like clear, I love this movie so much. I, think it's funny. <laughs> I do too. Like top like superhero movies right here. Like I can't. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it really makes me so happy to hear that it really does because we we had such a good time watching it and we were cracking up at so many things and it's just like yeah i know this it's 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 easy to always kind of look at something more fondly when you grow up with it but it it's just it's just never a dull moment like i just don't know how you can not be entertained by this it, and i think if you're not you're just like a stick in the mud exactly it's like the 60s show there is not a moment in those in the in in that show where you know you're not like looking at something really like cool and or, or just funny or over the top like in the first episode or like one of the first episodes of that show batman's like at the club dancing like come on, yeah. you know what I'm saying? That would yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. funny. That's like actually yeah, it like is. really entertaining. Uh. Yeah, it is. It really is. It's it's just it it knows what it's doing. It does. It definitely does. And we'll never get something like this again. To your point, we definitely won't. So 
I think we've talked quite a bit here. We're kind of getting to a good point here uh, in the podcast to kind of wrap things up. Are there any other questions, anything else that should be covered before we move on to our final thoughts? And I pull up uh, the rating here. Hmm. I did not like the Batmobile design. Ooh, okay. Why is that? I don't know. It just didn't click with me. And also the 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 top part was like, moving a lot and it was funny yeah it was like rubber wing <laughs> yeah it was like a rubber wing and i laughed mm. a lot i like the bat sub i like the bat jet but i don't know the batmobile just didn't do it for me i, I guess my okay. didn't look, yes, look i guess we'll talk about horny movie it looked too phallic i think well duh very yeah hr geiger inspired <laughs> ah yes i built a microphone stand for the band corn <laughs> oh. I love that podcast. That's so good. I, I guess my question is: Did you guys have like you you, you mentioned the uh, the cups from McDonald's, the glasses? Did you guys have any other yes. toys from this movie? Hmm. I, I had the Batmobile. I oh, did. Cool. Did it light up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. It was, it was it was cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. It also had like missile launchers because you know all. All, all those toys had missiles that you can launch. Yeah, a little plastic oh, I, I like, would, sticks that would just shoot out, like little nubs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would lose those so many times. Yeah. I literally had, like, a bin just of, like, like the guns and the little bullet things you put in and shoot out, just, like, a bin of all of them, so I wouldn't lose them all. <laughs> yeah, they're, 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 I, I definitely had some action figures, of course. You know, I might have actually had the Batwing, too. Now that I think about it. This movie. And it definitely had the wings to detach, so. This movie is definitely, like, the toy. Like, because it's, like, every 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 scene introduces something. You know, mm-hmm. like, a new suit. Like, coincidentally, what is it? Um, yeah. Batman's, uh, what is it? <laughs> Batman gets, like, a, a has to, like, has an excuse for a new suit. Yeah. Uh, it was a prototype. Yes, yes. The Mr. Wayne. The sonar yeah. prototype. Um, there's that cool right. scene where, like, his his he his suit, like, uh, uh, what is it? Where he was able to uh, to like deflect the fire with his cape because it was like computerized or something. I don't know if you guys remember that bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah when yeah. He, and, um they light him up on fire yes. and he like puts like skate over him and it, it get, gets all like yeah he survives. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was tight. Yeah, yeah, that's all I wanted to bring up. I just I like talking about toys, uh, as you can see. <laughs> hey, no, this is this is the podcast to do that. It really, really is. There's there's no better podcast to talk about toys than uh, <laughs> when he when it comes to Batman toys because there's no shortage of them. But yeah, you're right. No, it it obviously kind of turns into a toy commercial towards the end, and I think the next movie is even more guilty of this than this one. And calm, then lock me up because I had a lot of Batman I, and Robin toys. I, I, know, <laughs> I, I will say. I think i guess one more question i want to ask and going into this does rewatching this does it have you looking for does it have you more excited to rewatch batman and robin or are you kind of like even worse your expectations for batman and robin are even low based off what you remember honestly uh, i'm really excited for i'm really it. excited too honestly <laughs> uh, it's been such a long time since i've seen this movie from like start to end i don't even know if i've actually even seen it from start to end like i've seen b- bits and pieces of it but like I don't know if I've ever seen it the whole way through and I enjoyed it a lot and I know most of the problems with the next movie are uh, and the puns and the dialogue and other things but I don't know maybe I, I'm willing to give it more of a fair shot I, 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 I am and also too. Uma Thurman <laughs> yes 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 oh my gosh well yeah no no I I, I, I'm right there with you. I think when it comes down to it, you know, I, th- I, I'm going to go into it as much of an open mind as possible. I don't want to play my hand early here, but I do think that this will Batman and Robin will probably be the most, excuse me, interesting discussion that we have so far. Um, just because it is kind of so highly disregarded, like out of all the four movies that we'll talk about, that's the movie that people are like, Nope, Nope can't can't do it that one's the worst everybody everybody puts at the bottom of the rankings out of all the batman movies so and all super i guess we'll find out it's always in that in that discussion um yeah I think always there are a few new contenders mm-hmm. you know what what do i know <laughs> <laughs> i know i know i know well that we will, will definitely be a week. good discussion there it definitely will be all right so now that we're kind of towards the end of our um 
discussion here, <laughs> I should say. I have our bat discussion. Our bat discussion. I have a arbitrary rating there once again. Go. So this time I'm going to take it easy on you guys. Thanks. All right. So in the movie, there's a time bomb that our he, our villain rather, he, uh, Two Face uses, and ultimately, unfortunately, he kills most of the Grayson family with that. Mm. So I figured we needed something that was kind of related to a time bomb here. And we have, for this week's arbitrary rating, Holy Time Bomb, Batman! So nice and easy for you guys. Thank Holy you. Time Thank Bomb. You, I, know, John, I, know, I know, I know. Thank you for making my life hell for the last two episodes. I want to give the hell in a minute. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, n- nice and simple this time around. All right? All right. So, CJ, you didn't have to write it down. I think you can remember that. So, why don't you go ahead, give your final thoughts, and then give your rating one out of ten. Holy Time Bomb, Batman. Um... My final thoughts, this movie is great. It's a good superhero movie. It it remembers its basis as a comic book film. It's also a wonderful like homage to one of the greatest pieces of like superhero fiction ever being the 1960s Batman series. Um, also, we didn't talk about this as much, but I'll mention it here. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Just mm. absolutely wonderful. Yes. I love her. Yes. Um, Batman, what a little, you know, like like he, she, he was she, she was giving all these easy signals should have gone for it um you know if i was there things would be different but you know i'm just built different so batman forever gets nine and a half uh holy time bombs that is that right yes all right. you got it wow. big, 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 can, can you say it like robin i'm not gonna say it like robin guys <laughs> you can say it like the chris o'donnell robin if you'd like how did he how would he say it like <laughs> yo, Holy time bomb! Nine out of nine point five out of ten. Holy time bombs, Batman! I'm gonna kill Two Face. <laughs> no, do your laundry. <laughs> I left my costume at home. What do you expect? I'm just a boy, a 29 year old boy. <laughs> Batman adopts a man in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, too funny. Uh, so you gave it 9.5? Wow. Yes. Oh, 100%. Nice. I love it. Oh right. gosh. It's my turn now. All right. I definitely enjoyed this movie a lot. It was fun. It was goofy. It was weird. It was made me laugh, made me cry, made me happy, made me sad, made me feel things. I liked it a lot. I say nine. Holy time bomb Batmans out of 10 i'm I'm gonna be right there with you yeah i i I think you know this this movie for me honestly gets better the more i watch it which is probably something most people don't say but i don't care i genuinely have a great time with this movie every time i watch it i really really do and i and i can't help it i can't help it i'm really taken in by it and i think the score really complements it too that keeps the film moving along very well i still laugh very much at everything that jim carrey does i really appreciate the film's approach to like batman dealing with his trauma and then growing as a character i also really like that chase meridian is kind of like able to put up you know a fight when she needs to to as well like she knocks out one of two-faces guards and yeah because this movie embraces the style of batman 66 how could i not love it because to your point cj like those those episodes are such a good time and i still watch them pretty regularly right now and honestly like you know i keep on coming back to them because batman can be silly batman can be goofy batman really can be anything and i appreciate that there's a rendition of this character out here especially now with everything that we've got not just with the batman movies that we've had but also with all the other superhero movies that we have i feel like this movie has benefited from that it's not just the time it's not just the nostalgia it's a simple fact that it embraces being a comic book movie with comic book characters and i think a lot more movies could probably learn from this so i'm right there with you nine nine holy time bomb batman out of ten 
So yes, very much, very much up there. I'm, I'm very, very happy with how this conversation went. Um, to, to, to wrap it up, um, I, 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 just, I just have to ask, um, does anybody else's brain feel like a fried egg? <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Well, this has been another fun episode of G4D. Yeah, join us next week when we talk about Batman and Robin. Ooh. Ooh. I freeze, I'm Batman. <laughs> Ice to meet you, Batman. <laughs> I will be governor of California one day. I, I want okay. a car. Chicks dig the car. <laughs> this is why this Superman, is why Superman works alone. Sorry, floor zone, sorry. You're right. <laughs> all right, everyone. All right, all right. All right. Chill. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Another episode of G4D, a.k.a. Grounds. Or Discussion. Finally. Oh, I've been waiting for this moment for too long. <laughs> I, I just have one question for you, CJ. Did you, did you know that mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it? <laughs> Oh, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, ended there. Yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I think we did our we did our thing. It sounds pretty good. <laughs> this has been a presentation of G4D, aka Grounds. John, do you want to do the four? <laughs> grounds for discussion catch us next week when we talk about batman forever bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of g4d grounds for discussion with adam and john stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine induced antics on facebook twitter and instagram under the username g4d underscore podcast drop us a line at g4d podcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions general questions or business inquiries you can find our podcast on itunes and john and i would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show may your cup and heart always be full of coffee good music and cliche motivational ending sentences thanks